sunshine Ms. Rodney McGilvery And Chisholm Clyde West Lanny U Addie Bonnie Lane Friend in Award Stone Web Key West and Shipway That's our man of been told it's Aaron Wallace from the Fox Sports Stats who's put that Do You Know It's Christmas song together with all rugby league names in it. You've got to listen really carefully. Phil Buzz Rothfield, good morning. It's very clever. And the more you listen to it, the more names you pick up. Good morning, Buzz. Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. How are we? Terrific. Hey, hey Buzz. Just that last show, guys, or are you back, next, are you back on next week? We've got, we got one more to go, mate. So yeah, oh, well. I was just thinking, we've got to Dean Happen next year. You're back next year, aren't you, Buzz? Of course I am, mate. No, we, no, we, we made that decision, not you. <laughs> That's not true. Oh, did you? We, no, no, of course you are. Paul Dog, if anyone's <laughs> going to decide my radio career, I'll give you a tip. It will not be you. Yeah, we'll, right? we'll consider it over Christmas, Ray we, and we, I. We've got to give you a um, little intro, Buzz. Then you reckon? Yeah. Just to give, what's bring... the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? There you go. go. Bingo. Yeah. Hey, hey, Buzz, before we start talking all things sport, um, our talk topic today is my brush with fame or sporting brushes with fame. And you think about yours because I'd love to hear what yours was. This is an example. This is from Tiger Cole. He says, my brush with fame was watching the mighty Balmain Tigers last game at, um, at Leichhardt Oval as Balmain. Went back to the Leagues Club and, of course, everyone was there. I was too shy to talk to my hero, Wayne Jr. Pierce. But my cousin oh, really? Yeah, but my cousin wouldn't have it. He virtually dragged me up to the great man and said, Junior, my cousin Cole absolutely worships you. He has both your book, Local Hero, and the video. Without a moment's hesitation, Junior Pierce looked me in the eye and shook my hand and said, Good on you, Cole. So you're the other one I was wondering who bought the second coffee. We laughed our head oh, off. Really? Everyone knows Junior is a great gentleman, genius, and Tiger legend in his own time. Love the show. Merry Christmas from Tiger Cole. What's your sporting brush with fame, Buzz? Oh, mate, I've had so, I've been lucky enough to, you know, mm. it's a question to ask on the spot. I've had so mm. many great opportunities. Yeah, you know, the true. best job in the world to write sport, isn't it? And, Look, I walked past Lionel Messi in Brazil. Um, I was too scared to say hello. This, what was that, eight years ago? Yeah. At the Soccer World Cup? He would have said, you know, he would have said I know you, Buzz. Yeah, is that you, Sorry? Buzz? Yeah, Did he say, is that yeah, Buzz yeah, Rothfield? Yeah, yeah. we yeah, were surprised he didn't ask for selfie. <laughs> it is an international column of mine. I wrote a piece about the World Cup the other day and just comparing if we'd beaten, if we'd won our last game. And I tried to compare, you know, I'd sort of be like winning an America's Cup, but some paper picked it up and ran the whole column in Spanish. Wow, that's right. So Edward, it's a global it? brand, Bulldog. What's the Mate, I have no we doubt, We need an Phil. intro for our man I have no year. doubt. Talking yeah, of yeah. brands, the Gus brand, you've had a bit oh. of a dig at the great man today over his recruitment over many years. Run us through your well, story in the What's the Buzz column in today's Sunday Telegraph. Look, when the Bulldogs are offloading, <clears throat> excuse me, so many players to, to get themselves down to a 30-man roster and to get under the salary cap for next year, and Corey Allen, who was on $500,000, was the latest player to be cut there. And this follows the retirement of Josh Jackson. And there have been arguments there whether Josh was tapped on the shoulder to save seven fifty, eight hundred thousand 800000 in contract money. But so what I did, 
um, Gus hasn't won a premiership since he was coaching director at, at uh, Ricky Stewart's Roosters back in 2002. So I went back and looked at some of the people he has offloaded and the cost of doing it. And it's a lot of money, guys. He spent about $6 million paying out players or contributing to their salaries at their new clubs. It hasn't always worked out. Guys who were signed at Penrith as marquee players, like Jamie Soward. I remember when he signed Trent Merrin, he said he'd captain New South Wales in origin. Maloney went a year early and Bryce Cartwright. um, You know, players like this... uh, it's an interesting recruitment method that he's got, and that's why I wrote the story. His determination to rebuild Canterbury, to get Mitchell Moses into the franchise, to get um, the Penrith Centre, Stephen Crichton, into Belmore. There's a lot of carnage. There's a lot of bloodshed that goes with that, and you have to release players. And even if they're under contract, Gus has got a way of making these things happen. And it's interesting. As I said, it costs a lot of money. And the two clubs he's been at, Penrith and Canterbury, are backed by really strong licensed clubs making their money from poker machines. They were in a position to be able to afford to do this. Most other NRL clubs couldn't spend this sort of money just to shape their salary cap. Buzz, you've written another story in your column about Sandy Campbell and how an old Bulldogs teammate, uh, Jason Alchin, who played in the 1988 mm. Grand Final, yeah. uh, caught up with Sandy <clears> up there at Coolangatta. And this story that The Telegraph had late last week is certainly becoming a positive story, Buzz, out of what was a negative uh, it, it is. It's a really, really sad story. It's becoming a lovely story, Bulldog, and congratulations that you wrote it. It is a, an important story for the game because I'm writing a column in the Telegraph tomorrow. The RLPA, in their negotiations with the NRL, are really big on welfare, especially in retirement, and they want to ensure that any player that leaves the game that doesn't have a trade, doesn't have education is in the position to move forward in their lives. And, you know, guys, the average career span in the NRL is only four years for a player. They're not all superstars. Some of them have been on minimum salaries all the way through. And they get out into the real world, and they like Sandy Campbell has, and they're really, really sad stories. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm writing about this tomorrow, and I'm, I've interviewed Jason Outchin around the emotion and the hug and the cuddle they had. They were old 1984 Australian schoolboy players together. Um, they, they joined Canterbury together the following year under David White. And, Dog, it, it's a really special story how the game is rallying around him. Now, the men of league were there yesterday. They gave him a $500 food voucher for Woolies. There's more help on the way. The Bulldogs have offered him anything he needs and so have the family of league and as you said, a sad story. Mm. At, at least we know about it now, and that's where the media can play a really important role. When there are people like this down and nearly out, that their cases 
can be brought to the attention of people who, you know, were shocked to hear about it, but are so keen to help out. And I know there's a GoFundMe page if, if our listeners want to jump on there and 20 bucks and help out, $10, whatever. Mm. Um, but it's, it's, it's a really great cause for a guy who wasn't a superstar in rugby league, um, but a good player. And I, I just hate seeing him in the condition he is at the moment with the throat cancer and being homeless. Because that uh, Buzz, that GoFundMe page is now at three thousand and sixty dollars, so that terrific. money you is know being what, raised dog? quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. every penny counts, doesn't it, guys? Absolutely, mm, exactly. Yeah. Hey, Buzz, I don't want to um, stay on a on a negative, but we have to bring it up. Um, the rugby league's lost um, three, well, pretty big names in the last week. Sally Paul Broughton, Dennis Spagarino, and and Bob Cooper died. I think yesterday morning was it? Do you know? Uh, he died night. on Friday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So a sad yeah. week, sad week, Buzz. Oh, horrible week, Ray. And it's, um, I was talking to Jason Ouch yesterday and I said, isn't it sad? The only time, it's quite close to these guys when they were young footballers. And the only time we talk now is at funerals and mm. things like that. Or, you know, when someone like Sandy Campbell's doing it so tough. And yeah, Dennis Spagarino was an old favourite of mine. I think he only refereed about 25 first-grade games, but he had a wonderful relationship with players and he was a official for a long time. And Paulie Broughton, we discussed last week. And Bobby Cooper, you know, guys, I was down in Phillips Street um, for the judiciary hearing when he got the 18 months or mm. longer and he broke the pallet of uh, Lee Pomfret. Um really really bad incident but uh, you, you know you don't want to judge his career on that moment but I'll, I'll never forget the judiciary case he was a big strong strapping forward um, I, I spent a bit of time with him caught up with him at a couple of functions over the last decade and a really really good fella too so my thoughts are with his family his, his children and um, everyone else who had the pleasure of knowing Bob Cooper. Buzz you're right this morning that uh, Craig Fitzgibbon has a decision to make around the Sharks' captaincy sometime early in the new year. Who do you believe will be the Sharks' skipper for 2023? Well, there's three in contention, Bulldog, and there's there's Wade Graham and there's um, Dale Panukin, who's a, a great leader, and there's also Nico Hines, who won the Dalian medal, medal, chief playmaker, really, really growing as a leader. The problem for Wade Graham is that He's on a uh, vastly reduced contract this year and he's there more as much for his football as a mentor for younger players in the side. I think he'll spend more time on the bench this year than he will in the starting lineup. And I hope he gets those 23 games, which will take him to 300. I think uh, Craig Fitzgibbon will do a co-captaincy model I think it'll be next year, Dale Finucan and Wade Graham. The following year, when Wade retires, he'll still have some other role at the club. Um, I think Nico Hines will join uh, him as co-captain. Mm, exactly. Hey, Buzz, I'm glad you made mention of Brian Lara in your column. His commentary on Fox during the, the um, West Indies test series so far, he's great to listen to, isn't he, Brian Lara? He really is, and look, this Fox cricket coverage, and I, the disclaimer, I work for Fox Sports on NRL 360, they are the only reason you keep the television on, in my view. 
that other night when they had Brian Lara, Adam Gilchrist, and Cummins, Pat Cummins in the box, it, it was, was gripping commentary. Yeah, it was fantastic. And you get the most wonderful insight. And I was about to turn over and watch England and um, Pakistan, but I stayed there because I wanted to hear Cummins and Lara together. Mm. Really good stuff. It has really been. good stuff. Yeah. Hey, guys, before I go, I also want to mention that Stephen Crichton story in my column today. Because we talk about Sandy Campbell and, and the footy player who didn't make it. This is a beautiful story about Stephen Crichton. A 22-year-old kid has last week purchased a five-bedroom house in Penrith, not for himself, but for his parents and his entire family. I just mm. He's trying to fast-track the settlement to get the family into the house before Christmas. And I just, I just think in contrast. I think we lost Buzz there. We may have lost Buzz, but his point's well made. What Stephen Crichton has done is is um, outstanding, and, and goes to, you know, he's doing the right thing by his family who. Obviously, did the right thing bringing him up as well. So, well done, yeah. Stephen. I think it's important to know too, Ray, that back in Sandy Campbell's era, there weren't any player managers. Yeah. Player managers guide their clients, uh, you know, through their financial mind that they might get themselves into and they tell them to invest in real estate. So, good there advice. is a helping yeah. hand there these days that wasn't there back then. Correct.